Hello and welcome to Stop Your People Need You, our weekly podcast hosted by myself, Danny Gray, and joined as ever by the delightful Luke Hall. And as Danny likes to say, hello. Indeed. And can I just say for the very first and last time, I will never refer to you as delightful. Um, I don't know where that word came from, but it's been removed from my vocabulary. But but we can move on. Yeah. (laughs) And this week, uh, this week's title is when does a great idea become a bad idea? And we are, I think um, it's easy to say, quite excited about this one, Luke, because it's kind of mustered up a lot of you know, examples and ideas, and, you know, we'll, as ever, take you through those. But I think there's a real point to this one. I, I feel that in 25 minutes' time, 23 and a half now, uh, that we will have reached a good conclusion. I'm hoping we have. That's that's a setting the bar quite high. Yeah, we always set out to have a bit of a start, middle and end. We want to have a purpose. We we joke about our waffling, but realistically, if we're going to spend 25 minutes with you and take up 25 minutes of your time, we want there to be an out, a, a, an end point for you. And in preparation for this, where this was born from, it could have gone anywhere. Danny's reference to excitement is because we think we've, we've hit, struck on something that's a really uh, interesting subject to us and, and hopefully to yourselves. Yeah, it is. And, and and I think it started because, you know, uh, we we were talking about um, a new idea. Luke was talking about a new idea for um, time management and, and being more effective in planning our day. And, and sometimes when I see these things, I always get quite frustrated by them because I'm like, oh, you know, what we had was was good. You know, it worked. Why do we need something new? But actually, that is life, isn't it? Life continually evolves. You know, we we need, we rely on people coming up with new ideas. We rely on businesses coming up with new products and new services. That's what the, the that's what our lives are built upon. And in fact, actually, much of what we use today is an improvement on something that was created that might have been brilliant before. So, you know, it's worth acknowledging. Um, that often, you know, improvements or things getting better are definitely the right thing to do. Um, otherwise, we'd all be riding penny farthing back Ford Model T Fords um, and all that sort of stuff. So things great do get example. better great over time. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't know where they came from, but anyway. Um, but the, the that's the point, isn't it? That there is a lot, you know, many, 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 many things that get better over time and improve. And what was brilliant yesterday may not be great today. But is that always the case? That's the question that we are going to tackle today. And I'm so glad you clarified that because, uh, as always, we never rehearse these. And when you put to the question, (laughs) why do we always have to have something new? I was like, well, that's evolution. That's life and change is inevitable. Mm. Um, and also, as, as an organisation, as people, I think you and I are, are doing something like this so that we can encourage that level of thinking. But I think you're right. The, 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 there is a balance. I think there's a balance with everything. And it's striking that balance. For people listening to this, you know, it, it, there'll be a different set of uh, uh, people that will have different journeys. You've got 
people around you that you know are always got their head in a, a book, so to speak, or listening to podcasts, constantly developing. That in itself is a fantastic thing. Um, mm. And in turn, make bounce loads of new ideas for them and they're constantly evolving at a rapid rate. You've got other people that may be on a learning journey and in turn, you know, they're aligning themselves to new things and new ways of learning. And then the uh, the, the extreme end of the scale of, I, I don't want to do anything new because I like it the way it is. So we're not there, are we, Danny? We're not saying get back to that. Is that... No, no, I don't think we are. But I, that's worth acknowledging, though, right? That's worth acknowledging is the fact that, you know, particularly from a leadership perspective, your relationship with this may be that, you know, you can connect with an example of where you've tried to take your a member of a team on a journey and they've not wanted to go with you because they're quite happy with things being the way they are. Why do they need to change? Um and so, actually, when you're trying to impose something that is better on others, you know, sometimes may not, may, may not buy into it. And that's that's probably one for a different day. I don't think that's the right one for today, but that is a worthy okay. discussion point okay. um, for us. Yeah. So, um, so, so the point here is, um, let, let's go to the actual example that started this conversation. Yes. So you'd read an article, right, on what was it called? Boxing or something? Time boxing. Time boxing. Yeah which the the concept is simply about utilizing a, an electronic diary and blocking time boxing blocking different terms for it but just putting in chunks of time to towards an outcome and to being doing away with and there were five really compelling reasons and this is what I said to you there were some really interesting reasons why <laughs> to do lists are almost just uh, extinct or should be extinct because I disagree exactly and this is where the debate started um so I as a bit of a learning junkie um could be at risk of just getting excited about certain things that are new a bit different uh remove some of the monotony of the day-to-day -day. that's what I was doing yeah. oh, that's why I, I, I probably in preparation for today you and that debate that we had because we did debate it, uh, borderline, you know, argue about it for a bit. But it was because I was like, well, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that evolution? And uh, hence why we're here today. Yeah. And I think my, 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 my reluctance towards it is that do we need to make time or self-management, whatever uh, we want to call it, is there a need to make it better? And, and and the reason why I say that is I think that there's a fundamental challenge that most people have on a day-to-day -day basis when it comes to time management, for example. Mm. Um, but I think that's symptomatic of the world in which we live in and the fact that our lives are busier now than they ever have been. Um, and, you know, traditional simple methods like writing a to-do list and prioritising, I cannot believe for one second can be discounted as being no longer very good. So it's like, oh, we've got this bright, shiny new idea over here which means everything you've done before is not very good. And it's like, no, I don't agree with that at all. And I agree with that, Danny. And I think that is the point of this particular episode is how how we, number one, what leads us towards the newer things and what filtering process are we taking to ensure that actually if you are going to change something, don't overcomplicate it, but do take some time to think about actually weighing up the the pros and cons of making that mm. change. Is it worthwhile investing that time? Um, and don't be drawn to 
the the newer things. An example I will give you. Go on then. What? Uh, well, I'll give you about yourself. What I will give you, the learners, <laughs> should I say? It's not you, Danny. As you look at me, is um, Danny's a. I called myself a, a learning journey as is Danny. But one of the other things that Danny has a habit of doing, he's a bit of a technology junkie. Going back to his EE or prior to that, sorry, Danny. Orange days, blimey. Don't ever frown me with that. Uh, that orange was the best bit. But anybody listening <laughs> that works for EE, we, you know, Danny doesn't have an, it, it's more about the, the takeover. <laughs> no, no, sorry. I just <laughs> love orange. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, not, I'm not <laughs> criticising that bit. I'm just yeah. saying that I really liked orange. That yes. was all. Yes. It's not about EE. <laughs> to clarify, we're going off. Right. But the point is. It's Danny, just like you might as well said I work for Vodafone. That's all. So that's all I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with Vodafone. It's just I didn't. That was right. my point. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you've clarified. <laughs> but to my point, you love technology. Technology is a, you know, okay. go to your house, you know, it's everywhere. It's very much a big part of your life and you take the time to learn it. Um, and a couple of years ago, you and I were um, working overseas uh, and there you were on an impassioned rant about how you'd made the switch to Samsung, banished Apple from your life. Yes, completely. Never going back. Never. never. Never, 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 because Samsung was better. Exactly. How are you getting on with Samsung? Well, I'm back to Apple. Right. Okay. <laughs> now, now that you can be one or the other. You might be team Samsung, you might be team Apple, you may be team another. There are other brands out there for those listening. However, is it fair to say, Danny, that some of it, if someone was to unpack the psychology of it, is you were drawn towards the newness and the the change. Yeah, so I was drawn to two things. I think one is 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 change, and I think that that's again that's another conversation. Is that there was almost like a <clears throat> I felt I'd been drawn into a to a marketing ploy basically, and I'd got this sort of you know resistance to that. But more so, <clears throat> more importantly, I actually saw. And felt that the Samsung, you know, in the purpose of a phone and a tablet, offered a better product. Now that was for me; it was better. Um, and I, I felt myself immediately having purchased it, going, "Yep, this is loads better." You know, this is better, that's better. And all of a sudden, I was dissing my Apple product and saying, "Oh, I can't believe I didn't make this change sooner." Exactly. And there, in the, and you've done the same again. I've watched you through that transition and continuously teased you and reminded you of all of those big bold statements that you'd made only two and a half years ago. Um, but this isn't a you bashing. I'm simply saying it's a great example of sometimes what new, and I'm not saying in this case when you've switched back to Apple, what is new isn't better. But sometimes what new is new, should I say, is. It's quite appealing. It's exciting. It removes monotony. Mm. It changes. Some people consider themselves resistant to change, but actually sometimes in other walks of life, as human beings, we're quite drawn to the new. Yeah, we are. We absolutely are. And and I think the point here is for me is that, <clears throat> to go back to perhaps how this started, yes. is, you know, I, I, you know, in many instances, new things, new ideas are really good, right? And they make things better. But that isn't always the case. Yes. And what we've got to be careful we don't do, I think, and in particular with as leaders, is one, 
is jump from the next shiny thing to the next shiny thing and the next shiny thing because that creates so much instability in our people because they're like, oh, what's the latest favor that today and this way of working yes. without giving it real consideration and really thinking, actually, if I'm going to start time boxing, for example, and discounting to do list, what impact is that going to have? And actually, is it the right thing? Just because it's new and just because the people that have created time boxing have said that theirs is better than everything else doesn't mean say it's better for everybody else or for me. And so it's being considerate of those things. But I think there's another bit that's just come to my mind, and that is it's okay to go back. Yeah. Isn't it? it, because, it, it because, because that goes back to my phone example, and, and I'm not sure I've got I've loads of stick about it because of the fact that I made such a big song and dance about never having Apple again. Um, sometimes we try something new um, in view of thinking it's going to be better and it's mm. going to be better than what we did before. But actually, we discover it's not as good as what we did before, or it's not as suitable or practical or effective or whatever it may be. And it's okay to put your hand up and say, do you know what? I think we've made a mistake here. I think we've gone down a route where we've chased what we thought was going to be better, and it's not. Mm. And so we're going we're gonna to kind of we'll go back to what we did before. I think that's okay to do that, isn't it? Of course it is. We said it on last week's episode. Never fear doubling back and putting your hands up. Uh, yeah, I think there that is, for me personally, as a characteristic, it's something that I personally really warm to. It, 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 it's, it's somebody's strength in character to acknowledge not failure. Failure is such a damning word. Just simply saying, oh, I tried something, it didn't work. Mm. I did this and I perhaps shouldn't have. I'm going to learn from it. That's great. I think getting back to the point, I think what's really interesting about some of the things you flagged up there for me is there's a couple of different ways in which you that we we need to potentially uh, take this. I think as an individual, so this isn't about leadership. For all of you out there that are you know, real fans of learning, including ourselves, so this isn't because we know better, it's because I did exactly the same thing. I think it's that war, it's that sometimes you don't have to fix what isn't broken. The new book of the year, uh, whether that be in leadership or whether that be in business or in self-development, doesn't necessarily mean the ones prior to that were wrong. It doesn't replace it. It just simply could enhance, evolve, or move forward your thinking. I think the important part is also for yourself take an opportunity to weigh up, well, just because it's new, is it? does it need, does anything need replacing? And I think that's the important part, is it's that filtering process and that assessment of, well, hold on, if I'm going to make these changes for myself, what is it that I'm replacing? The time taken to replace that and the benefits of replacing it. And, that's it. and, and if they outweigh it, then do it. Great. That is what development is. That's what evolution and change is. As a leader, and this is something that you just touched upon there, I think there's a bit of a different responsibility that we have. And it is that if you're going to seek change in certain areas, maybe put some thought into it. Is that what we're saying, Danny? That Don't just come in the following day excited, coming three days, four days, five days later, having really put some thought to it yourself before you announce it to other people because it could be almost quite a demotivating 
thing if you've got someone that is constantly looking to change for change's sake or because it's just the new thing out there. Yes, it could. I, I also think as well, it's about... I don't know whether the right word, I'm using the right word here, but I think it's a little bit of an impact on credibility. Because if you if one day you're saying, oh, this is awesome, this is brilliant, this is amazing, and then the next day you're saying, actually, I've decided that's no longer any good, I'm going to do this way. You know, it's like, where, where does that come? If you really believe in something, how quick are you to then dismiss it? Because something new and, and shiny has come along. And, and I know that's a bit of, human trait isn't it you know the, there's all kinds of things you know we do it in our lives with lots of material things like cars and houses um you know when we for, when we live in a house or we we have a particular car you know it's the best thing we've ever had and then we get a new one and all of a sudden we find all the flaws in the one we had before um and all, and all the, the problems with it and i think that's just a natural evolution but my point here is you know, just because there's a new idea it doesn't mean a previously great idea isn't still a great idea. And to the point of what we started with, you know, I, I cannot buy when somebody says, in this particular instance, bloody time boxing stuff, that that your words were that to-do lists are flawed. Oh, well, so what? So lots of things are flawed. But actually, I really like my to-do list because it helps focus me. I like crossing stuff off. I feel in control. So yeah. that's not a bad thing. No, they're, they're good things. And, and if... And if that makes me slightly inefficient because there are other and more efficient ways of doing it, better ways, but actually that efficiency is less important than the engagement and the satisfaction and the motivation that I get from the system that I have, which makes it no longer a better idea for me. And as you can imagine, that conversation was... Four days ago, <laughs> it was a lot different, and Danny has composed himself extremely well in the way he's positioned it. But I think what's important here, and it, I hope, I hope that this comes across when we do a podcast, is this isn't us saying, "Watch out for these warning signs." We're seeing it in people all of the time. The example is us, is me. I've been this person, and for mm. the record, I still think that I'm going to look into this other version because I haven't been as efficient as I would like to be perhaps over the last six months with my time. But you've got to be careful there though, Luke, that you're not looking for something that doesn't exist. Yeah. That's, that's what where there is a, that's always a risk. Well, there's a point here that sometimes we're trying to fix something that and I'm not being a defeatist. Cause I mean, I love possibility thinking and all that sort of stuff, but you know, there are, you know, if you go back to what this whole thing's been about is time, is there is only so many hours in the day. Yeah, you know, and I and I do sorry to interrupt, but I do like the four to basics piece. That's mm. a saying, and for those of you that have heard it, if you haven't, let's go forward to basics. It replaces the word back to basics. Yeah. Because actually sometimes the things that have been been done for so long are brilliant. And, yeah. and let's stick with here. The learning part, because this could easily then go into processes and no. a, a, a whole different subject. But forward to basics, I I agree with you. Um, Do you want my takeaway then? Are we getting to that point? 
or are you still going? We've got about, we've got about five minutes, but it sounds like you want to give it. So I'm going to let you I do. Go. Yeah, yeah, I'm there. I'm there. So my takeaway from this podcast is this soapbox moment. New ideas are going to come along all of the time. New ways of doing things, improved, sometimes so-called improved, but improved ways of doing things. And that new idea doesn't suddenly make what you do bad. Just because somebody's got something that's fresh, different, new, whatever it may be, it doesn't make what you're doing wrong. It just means there's a different way of doing it. And rather than jump from one thing to the next, do so with real consideration as to this may be new and it may offer some different ways of doing things. But if it takes away what made your current way of working work for you, then all of a sudden it's no longer a great idea. In fact, it's a bad idea. And I love change. I love new I love evolving. I love doing things different tomorrow than what I did yesterday. That's exactly what I live and breathe for. But I throw caution to the wind that sometimes we're too quick to jump and too slow to decide that it's not for us. Very well said. So you're sticking with to-do lists? Yes, I am. Yeah, 100%. I even tried the online, to, you know, like your Apple, back to Apple, you've got like a to-do list on your iPhone and you can have it on your, your Mac and all that sort of stuff. I, I set all that up, transferred my entire book onto that electronic thing, never touched it since. It's still got everything on there. The stuff's about three years out of date um, because I went back to my book. I love a book. Yeah. Well, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm going to let it end there. Because, Danny, I think the points that you make are really important. Um, the discussion that we had about it at the time, I I've taken something from that. And I think you said everything that you need today is to say. It's very considered. So let's leave it there. This was definitely our podcast, but one that was led by you, and rightly so. And I, I don't think that actually anything you said there, I either myself or anybody else, can't go, fair enough. Yeah, that's that's a really good way of looking at it. It is considered... It is fair. It's looking at all the angles. Um, but, and I, hey, I think what, that's, what it does that's do, what this is for. That what it does do, Luke. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I know I've said, I've said that's my final bit, but now I've got a bit more to say. Um, and that is, you know what? All that matters, and, and I talk about this all the time, is if an idea creates a dialogue between two human beings, that can never be a bad thing. Never be go. a bad thing. I like that. Well, thank you, and, and 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 I enjoyed that really healthy debate today and also the day before. Um, whilst we've got just a little bit of time left and closing mm. out on today, I wanted to say to everybody that, as promised, uh, we have one week left of January after this episode is released, and we have secured our first guests special guests they're very very excited about this one <laughs> and as we said if for those of you this that listened to the episode in december that was focused on the seeking of discretionary effort and should we as leaders mm. and people be looking for discretionary effort we good, said in that episode question. yeah we said we said in that episode 
that we needed a part two. And there was someone that we'd been, um, we had earmarked for, for an episode very, very soon. They've agreed to join us. So massively excited that they will be doing. If you are listening to this before next week's, also get back to that part one episode as well if you get some time, because <laughs> it will allow next week's episode to be even better. We will put some stuff out on our media channels so that you know who's coming in the build up to it. But for this week's episode, thank you as always. Uh, Danny, brilliant. Loved it. Great chat. Um, and we will see you all next week. Absolutely. Look forward to that. See you then. Take care, everyone. Stay safe.